Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Would you be the jerk for disrespecting your father-in-law in his own home? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for yelling at my brother's pregnant girlfriend and kicking them both out of my house after she threw away my food? I, 27-year-old male, live alone. My brother, 21-year-old male, and his girlfriend, 19-year-old female, still live with our parents as they can't afford a place of their own. His girlfriend is currently pregnant with him in four months. My brother asked to bring his girlfriend for dinner in order to catch up, and I said, sure, why not? However, the moment she entered my house, she started complaining about the smell of the steak I was making and said just the smell alone makes her nauseous and she can't eat this. I tried to suggest an alternative, but she was dead set on Chinese food and ended up sending my brother to the nearest mall in order to get her some. I thought that would be the end of it, but after going to the bathroom and coming back, I caught her throwing my unfinished steak into the garbage. I asked her what the heck she was doing and said the smell was so strong she thought she'd end up throwing up on the floor and she needed to get rid of it and then started spraying a perfume from her purse in my kitchen. I was beyond furious at this point and sent her back to the living room and after my brother came back from the mall, I kicked both of them out with their Chinese food. My brother tried to convince me to let them back and that I could make something else for the two of us and his girlfriend was pretty much sobbing at this point but I was dead set on kicking them both out. However, my parents ended up being mad at me for apparently causing so much distress to my brother's pregnant girlfriend. I told them that she literally threw away our dinner, but they said I shouldn't have yelled at her or kicked them out, as she's still just a teenager who's now getting influenced by her pregnancy hormones, and that my outburst also caused problems in their relationship, as she ended up sending my brother to sleep on the couch that night, even though he literally defended her as well against me, so I have no clue how this is my fault. Am I the jerk for apparently not having enough tact to deal with a pregnant teenager? I mean, whether you're pregnant or not, pregnancy hormones or not, you don't just go throw away somebody else's perfectly good thing. I know as far as food handling goes, it's probably not the best, but like, let OP pop it in some kind of container or bag and put it in the fridge or something. Like, you can remove it from that situation where it isn't continuing to generate a smell. You don't just go throw it away. Honestly, what bothers me the most is her throwing it in the trash. Doesn't mean anything because that's not going to cover up the smell. Also, hi, I'm Steven. And if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for posting videos of my niece and nephew misbehaving in response to my sister's complaints that I didn't want them at my birthday dinner? My sister Angel claims to use hands-off parenting with my niece Sophia and nephew Parker. In actuality, Angel is entirely permissive and refuses to discipline them. She expects other adults to step in when Sophia and Parker's behavior is getting out of hand. For this reason, I asked Angel to get a babysitter for Sophia and Parker if she wanted to attend my 27th birthday. I love Sophia and Parker as their aunt, and at the same time, I want a peaceful evening to celebrate my birthday instead of dealing with Sophia and Parker's behavior because I know Angel isn't going to discipline them herself. 
Angel acted understanding when I made this request and explained my reasons to her in person, but then she went online and made a Facebook post accusing me of hating Sophia and Parker and trying to punish Angel by only inviting our sister Jessica's kid Megan to my birthday dinner. Never mind that Megan is 17 and practically an adult herself. Several of our relatives and mutual acquaintances called me out and said I was a jerk and was excluding a 10 and 7 year old. I responded to Angel's post by sharing two videos of Sophia and Parker misbehaving while Angel did nothing. The first video was a recording taken by Megan where Sophia and Parker were throwing tantrums and yelling at her. Megan was trying to calm Sophia and Parker down while Angel was on her tablet ignoring the situation. The other video was one that Angel took. Sophia and Parker were yelling, throwing toys at each other, and Parker even called his sister a bad word. Angel was laughing as if it were funny and was again doing nothing to discipline Sophia or Parker. I wrote alongside the videos that I love Sophia and Parker as their aunt, but at the same time, I want a peaceful evening to celebrate my birthday, and I don't want to be stuck disciplining Sophia and Parker because clearly Angel won't. Angel ended up not coming to my birthday at all. My parents told me that I was in the wrong for sharing those videos because everyone's children have acted up and posting those videos didn't accomplish anything besides embarrassing Angel. They also said I could have compromised by having a nobody under 18 rule for my birthday dinner. Megan would not be able to attend, but then Sophia and Parker wouldn't feel excluded. I don't see how that would be fair to myself or Megan. Am I the jerk for not wanting to make compromises for my birthday dinner? Honestly, it does feel a little childish to point fingers as far as they started it, but Angel going on Facebook and making a public call-out post? Most people would not want to leave that unchallenged. So, like, is it ever a graceful thing to post videos of your nieces and nephews freaking out? Not in most situations, but it was pretty clear why OP did it here. Our next story is, am I the jerk for begging my girlfriend to uphold a sexist tradition just so she can make a good first impression? I have a big family that's incredibly close. We have big family dinners every few months where we all meet at my great-grandfather's estate and eat together. Typically how this works is that the women go cook for the time they're there and the men don't, which I'm fully aware it's sexist as heck. That being said, I'm one of the youngest people in my family and my protests mean literally nothing. Some of these women choose not to cook. However, this is usually met with a level of ostracizing. The women who don't cook are lives and long-term girlfriends, so they kind of already have a good family relationship doctored in. When I've seen new partners not cook, it's gone bad. Like completely ostracized, not speaking, cattiness, rudeness, etc. This dinner will be in two weeks and my girlfriend was asked if she would attend. Initially she said yes, which is great. I want for her to meet everyone and for everyone to get used to her being around. But when I explained to her the tradition, she was understandably bothered. I told her that I understood where she was coming from, however it was best for everyone if she just played along. I told her this isn't a permanent thing and that I'm only asking her to do this so she can avoid bad treatment from the rest of the family. This is her first impression and I don't think it's best if we cause waves. She told me that it's unacceptable and that if she has to do that she will not be going. I've tried to find a compromise with her on this but she won't budge and she's pissed at me. She told me that if I think it's acceptable to make her do this, I'm just as bad as everyone else. While my point is that she needs to make a good first impression. Am I the jerk? I just don't think that she should be forced to have to cook at this event if she doesn't want to. 
To me, it doesn't seem like a very fun family get-together if you're forced to do some kind of work role. I know OP says that their protest and what they want doesn't go very far because they're young, but it's 100% not going to do anything if you don't do something, or at least try. Our next story is, am I the jerk for lashing out at my family for calling my fiancé my second wife? Years ago, I was married to a close friend. We were roommates, adopted a dog together, and lived together since college until our mid to late 20s, married at 24 and 25. However, we were never actually romantically involved. She wasn't interested in marriage and was also questioning her sexuality at the time, but her family was ultra traditional and messy for many other reasons and kept pushing for her to settle down. I had just gotten out of a rough long-term relationship and we kind of both just said freak it. We basically were kind of living like a married couple. Let's get married for convenience. So we did the paperwork for it, but we never had a wedding. We were also never romantically involved. She was just not my type and I wasn't hers. My family knew she wasn't my wife in the traditional sense. They did heavily disapprove though. When I started getting back into the dating scene, we split up and legally divorced. She remains one of my close friends to this very day and I care for her a lot. It's been a few years and I'm now 32 with a lovely fiancé who I cannot wait to marry. However, ever since I announced the engagement, my family's been making weird comments like, Oh, so Roxy's, my dog, is getting a new stepmom. Wife number two at 32, huh? That's a lot of wives for your age. Let's hope the second one lasts. It makes both me and my fiancé uncomfortable. I keep on saying that my close friend wasn't really my wife in the traditional sense, but my family brushes me off by saying that they're just joking, or she's technically my second wife anyway, so it's not like they're wrong. Today at breakfast, though, I blew up at them and called them disrespectful and rude for belittling my relationship. My mom and my sister both said that if I didn't want to hear these statements, I shouldn't have married my close friend. I threatened to not invite them to the wedding, and now things are super tense. Am I the jerk? Why I married my close friend? Health insurance mostly, but also because they kept holding her tuition over her head. We were both in grad school at the time. She was gunning for a PhD. I was going for a master's, but I had a job at an energy commission with some benefits. They'd always tell her that they'd stop sending her money or some months when the arguing was bad, not send her money at all. They used money to punish her, basically. She had a lot of health issues at that time that she couldn't get help for, like chronic pain and wisdom teeth that really needed to be removed alongside some other personal issues. So getting married got them off her back about her sexuality, got her on my health insurance plan, and got them to be more consistent on sending tuition money for her. There were a few other things too, like how they kept setting up potential arranged marriages for her, or threatening to take her home to their country. There was also a time when they threatened to have her committed to a mental health facility. At the time, she was also really reluctant on letting me help her beyond minor things, because she felt like it was something she had to repay. So between us, it also gave an excuse to help her. I'd be like, hey, it's what your spouse is supposed to do, right? Even though we both agreed that our marriage was a farce. I think it did something for her psychologically to accept that we had a legally binding relationship where I could help her. I don't know. It was complicated, but it was something that worked for us. I was able to pay for her treatment and let her use my money for herself. She's now graduated and is financially stable. To my knowledge, she no longer speaks with most of her family. She's doing amazing for herself and I'm so darn proud of her. My fiancé... 
My fiancé knows about my past marriage and has no issue with it. I met her through my close friend, actually as a mutual of a mutual. At the time, I was already split from my close friend, and while she was initially confused, me and my close friend both sat her down and explained things as clearly as possible. She understands why we did what we did. My family? I was always 100% transparent with my family on my marriage with my close friend. My family understood that I went through a rough relationship before my marriage. I think my mom's exact words at the time were, I won't force you to do anything, but I'm really disappointed that you take marriage so lightly. They understood that I married my close friend to help her, but I also got the slight impression that they figured everything would sort itself out with our marriage, i.e. I would fall in love with her or something. My aunts and uncles didn't say much else than that they were disappointed that they couldn't attend a real wedding. When I met my fiancé, I told them how it was a big deal to me that it was my first genuine, supportive, romantic relationship in a long time. At the time, they all seemed happy for me, and no comments like these came up. They told me they were glad I was able to find love again. It was only when we announced the engagement that these comments started. I mean, I don't even think it's about the facts of the whole situation or like what is currently going on, what happened. I think this is all just on a level of respect. It's one thing if they say it one time and you explain to them, you don't like that, you don't want to hear that phrasing and to cut it out, but for them to keep going on about it, that's just nasty behavior. I mean, if you tell somebody you don't want to hear them call you something and you find it insulting and they continue to do that and say, oh, I'm just joking, how are those people not jerks? OP's definitely not one. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my daughter use my wife's dress for her own wedding? I, male 49, have three kids Anna, female 24, Michael, male 19, and Caroline, female 16. My wife, the kid's mom, passed away 16 years ago. She was the love of my life. We were high school sweethearts and got married while we were in college. She loved weddings and had planned hers since she was a little kid. So for our wedding, she got a custom-made dress, very beautiful. I keep the dress in a hanger in my closet to keep her close in some way. Our kids love the dress too because of the emotional value it has. We have some photos of our wedding day hanged in our house. Anna has always loved the dress and has said since she was young that she wanted a dress just like that one for her own wedding, which I thought was sweet. Her fiancé and her got engaged two months ago and they're planning their wedding. Well, the issue is that Anna asked me to borrow my wife's dress and some other stuff, like the veil and some jewelry for the wedding. I said she can wear the jewelry as long as she gives it back, but she can't use the dress or the veil. The thing is, my wife was on the chubby side, while Anna is very skinny, so she would have to modify the dress in order to fit her. I told her she can take some photos and get a custom made dress that's like her mom's, but there's absolutely no way I'll let her. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
her borrow and ruin the dress. She got very upset and told me I can't gatekeep my wife's memory since she's her mom too. We argued and she left. Now my family's against me. They think I should let her borrow the dress. Some of my wife's family agree too since they'd like to see Anna wearing the dress. However, some of my wife's family, like my mother-in-law, agree with me that the dress will never be the same if Anna wears it. It'll be Anna's dress and not my wife's. I think it's pretty clear that OP's held on to this dress as a very near and dear sentimental thing. Obviously, it means a lot to OP and is a pretty big representation of their wife's memory. I just can't blame OP for not wanting to let that go. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not rescheduling daughter's surgery? I'm a father with primary custody of a 13-year-old daughter. She's had terrible trouble with ear infections and strep. The doctor recommended a tonsillectomy. It's not an emergency, but will improve her health as she gets older. My ex-wife and I agreed to let our daughter decide. She's scared, but ultimately decided she wanted it. Called the ENT and they gave me two dates. The first one was on a day that she has an orthopedic appointment, and the second, eight days later. We picked the latter. After I hung up, I remembered it was her mother's birthday. Our daughter said it was fine, they would be with her the day before anyway, and could celebrate then. Her mother had a fit. She said I need to move it because if something went wrong, it would be a bad memory on her birthday. If I don't move it, she won't pay her share because she won't agree to it on that day. She said since it's just an elective surgery, she doesn't have to agree anymore if it's on a day she doesn't want. I'm leaving the date alone, as our daughter wants the extra week to prepare herself for being in pain for two weeks. So, am I the jerk? This isn't just an elective surgery if it's causing her actual problems with ear infections and strep throat. I mean, this is going to improve the condition of her life greatly. So, sorry if it happened to be scheduled on the birthday, but if I were in OP shoes, I would be telling the mom... I'm sorry, but I'm not going to make my kids suffer for any longer just because you're afraid that something might happen. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to let my bridesmaid wear her dead mother's favorite color to my wedding? I, 31-year-old female, was married to my amazing husband, 34-year-old male, on Friday. The wedding went smoothly, apart from one guest's dress preference, who we'll call Anna. Anna's mother sadly passed away in January this year. Her mother was the light of her life, and ever since she passed, Anna's been understandably uptight and distant. I've helped Anna throughout her entire grieving time. We'd been planning this wedding since December and decided we wanted an ocean-themed wedding. My family and I grew up on the seaside and have always been close to the ocean. I made it extremely clear to all of my bridesmaids that they were to wear blue, a coral pinky color or pastel green. Everyone agreed and seemed to love my choices. Anna's mother always loved the color dark, vibrant purple. Ever since then, Anna would buy everything purple if there was a purple choice. Anna and me went for lunch a few weeks after the passing to catch up and support her. At the lunch, Anna asked me if she could please wear a purple dress to my wedding. I'm not crazy about themes usually, but since this wedding was themed to support my family's tradition, and considering my maid of honor was already going to be wearing a gorgeous pastel blue dress with purple and gold accents, me and my husband, who I decided to call and discuss the idea with, politely told her that we understand what she's going through, but we really want bridesmaids on theme. To this, she looked hurt and left lunch earlier than expected. I hardly heard from Anna until around four weeks after our lunch, despite my attempts at texting, phoning, and even knocking on her door, but she'd continue to shut me off. That was until she texted me, what do you think of these dresses? 
and displayed many different purple dresses and photos. I kindly reminded Anna that she wouldn't be wearing a purple dress to my wedding. Anna was enraged. I tried to tell her that I understand her feelings, but my wedding is my own special day. To this, she blocked me. Anna unblocked me two days later, apologizing for the way she acted. Well, when the wedding rolled around, Anna showed up in a purple dress. I asked her why she had gone against my wishes and that either she had to change or leave. To this, she told me to stop creating a scene and that I was being dramatic and disrespectful. Anna broke out in a screaming match and called me and my family insensitive, selfish jerks. She was escorted out the door screaming. Once the wedding had ended, I received messages from Anna's family, friends, and even Anna. They were all saying how Anna was going through a lot and that I was being a jerk. So am I the jerk for not just letting Anna wear that darned purple dress? I think OP's not the jerk. OP tried their best to explain to them politely that they just don't prefer them to wear that at their wedding. They very clearly did have a theme to it. And it's not like it was a very tight theme, like you didn't have to buy a specific dress. You just had to pick from a kind of general color scheme. I understand it meant a lot to Anna, but if anything, wear a purple wedding dress at your own wedding. Don't try to force your tribute on someone unrelated's entirely separate big day. If anything, she could have stepped down from being a bridesmaid and attended as just a guest. Our next story is, am I the jerk for informing my classmate about Latin on his father's printing website? I'm a part of a committee responsible for organizing our school's yearbook. As part of our preparations, we needed to find a printing company to handle the job. One of my classmates, let's call him Alex, told us that his father owns a printing website and could potentially offer us a good deal. Naturally, we were interested, so I decided to check out the website to get an idea of their services. To my surprise, I noticed that in the About Us section, instead of meaningful content, there was Latin text. Lorem ipsum to be specific, which I thought gave the impression of being unprofessional and unserious. I decided to bring it up with Alex. I approached Alex and explained my concerns about the Latin text on the website. I emphasized that it might deter potential clients and give the impression that the business isn't taking things seriously. I thought I was doing the right thing by offering constructive criticism and trying to help improve the website. In the meantime, since I hadn't heard back from Alex's father's company, I began looking for a backup printing company just to ensure that we would have a reliable option if needed. However, when Alex found out about my search for alternatives, he became even more upset. He felt I was undermining his father's business and trying to replace them without giving them a fair chance. As a result, Alex promptly informed his father about our conversation, including my concerns about the Latin text and my search for a backup company. To my surprise, his father was deeply offended by my remarks and the fact that I was looking for alternatives. Consequently, he decided to withdraw his offer to print our yearbooks. Now the committee is blaming me for losing the printing company and I'm starting to question whether I was in the wrong. They argue that I should have just kept my concerns to myself. I feel like I was just trying to help and prevent any potential issues for our yearbook. However, the negative outcome has made me wonder if I crossed a line and should have handled things differently. Honestly, losing a printing contract from a company that has just default lorem ipsum generated text in their about me section might have been for the best. They might not have been a very detail oriented company. Either way though, I don't think OP had any malicious intent here. They were just pointing out, hey, this seems like a concerning thing. You might want to, you know, update your website. 
who would have expected that it would spiral into some big blowout? This next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to wear a sweater at my friend's wedding? My 22-year-old female, friend 22-year-old female, is getting married in a year or two during the summer, and I'm her maid of honor. I was recently diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and wear a small sensor on my arm to monitor my blood sugar, Dexcom G7. We were talking about the wedding one day, and she brought up me wearing a small jacket or cardigan to cover the sensor, not wanting to see it in the pictures. It surprised me because if I stand at a certain angle, you can't even see it. Since the wedding is during the summer and she wants it outside, I know it's going to be really hot and heat can already affect my blood sugar, so I don't want to, but she's adamant that I wear one. So am I the jerk for refusing to wear a sweater at my friend's wedding? I definitely think OP would not be the jerk. I think this is actually incredibly insulting of their friend to insist upon. I don't know whether or not you need to make it public. But I would say it's totally fair if OP considers just not even attending over that. Like what, do you have to apologize to her because you need it to survive? Sorry it's so unsightly. Our next story is, am I the jerk? Dodged a kid about to run into me and she fell. Was at the local water park today and a kid of about 11 in a bikini was running around. I'm a guy in the mid 40s if that matters. I was walking and she ran past me a few times. Thought nothing of it. Suddenly, she seemed to be running straight in a path that put her on a collision course with me. She spotted this too and put her elbow out, still running. I dodged to the right. I guess she had planned to use me as a stopping bumper as she went forward. As I dodged her and she crashed to the ground, cutting her elbow and crying. I offered her my hand to pull her up and she screamed that it was my fault. I shook my head and walked on as a woman came over to check on her. My friend says I caused her to fall, but it's still not my direct fault. I say she shouldn't have planned to stop by running elbow first into me. Yeah, I think this is completely the kid's fault. I don't see how you can blame OP who's unrelated to this kid running around when you clearly see them charging with their elbow out. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to get an elbow to the stomach. And that's if you're lucky and they're aiming high enough. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend's mother she's no longer practicing the religion she was brought up in? My girlfriend was born and raised in a religious family, but around two years ago, she started having doubts. She doesn't hate the religion or anything, she just didn't think it was for her. We met about a year and a half ago and have been together for a year. When we met, she was still questioning, and then about five months ago, she decided it was official. She was agnostic. She didn't tell her parents all this time because she wanted to be 100% sure. At the beginning of this week, we were out and saw her mom. She came up to us and started talking and asked who I was since we hadn't met before. My girlfriend started stuttering and I took matters into my own hands and told her mom that I was her boyfriend and that she was no longer part of the religion she was in. Both my girlfriend and her mom were caught off guard. My girlfriend asked why did I say that? I told her that it's been a while since she decided that she wasn't Muslim anymore and we've been together for so long and since she wasn't worried about her relationship with her parents after telling them, she didn't have to wait anymore. My girlfriend and her mom walked away and chatted and her mom was shocked and said it'll take time but that it's okay and she's just happy my girlfriend is happy. So I thought things turned out great. Later on, my girlfriend messaged me to say I was out of line and it wasn't the time or place for me to say something that wasn't my place to say. She was going to tell her parents privately when she was ready. I told her things turned out fine. She said I was a jerk and that it was untrustworthy. 
Later, her siblings and friends, who all already knew too, messaged me to say the same thing, that I was a coward who couldn't keep my mouth shut. So, even though things turned out fine, am I the jerk? Since so many people are asking, I'm not on the spectrum. My girlfriend is Pakistani Muslim, well, was Muslim, now atheist, and I'm white. We're both 24. Her parents still love her. Yeah, I would say OP is pretty bluntly the jerk here. Now, I could totally understand if OP's feeling some type of way about her wanting to cover up the boyfriend status, but you don't just go around sharing incredibly sensitive stuff like her religious beliefs to her religious parents. Like, why would you go starting drama like that? This next story is, am I the jerk because I disrespected my father-in-law in his own home? My wife and I are currently living with her father temporarily. He's a very fastidious person, which I respect. He likes to devote every Saturday to cleaning. I picked up my oldest child from my ex Friday night. He's nine. My father-in-law wanted him to participate in cleaning the whole house today. I said he didn't need to because he hadn't participated in creating any mess. My father-in-law insisted everyone in the house needs to participate, but I said no, that he needed to unpack and settle in. My father-in-law was very insistent. He said that under his roof, he would insist upon his way of doing things. My wife said we need to respect her father and abide by his rules when we're in his house. I said no. I said he can kick me out if he wants, but I make the decisions for my son and the answer is no. My father-in-law has been furious all day and demanded an apology. I apologized, but I still didn't make my son participate in the cleaning. My wife is upset with me for upsetting her father. I just feel like that I make the decisions for my children, regardless of whose home I'm in. Does that belief make me a jerk? In general, I think it's a generally good idea to have everybody participate together in cleaning the house. That said, the only reason I think OP's not the jerk in my eyes is that it's the kid's first day there. I think if this was a situation where the kid was living there or had been living there for a while, then yeah, I can understand wanting them to help out. But like, yeah, let the kid actually just settle in for a day first. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 